Oh, that's very subtle. It's, it's a little bit. It's there. It's there, but it's not all the way there. Welcome back. Well, we could get a clank. We could get a clank. A cheers. Ooh, that was like solid. That's like clapping bronze together. Here we go. We got a good beer today. Expensive, though. This is probably the first time I spent $7 on a, on a beer that wasn't at the bar. $6.99 for a 16-ounce of Maine Lunch. Shout out to Maine Brewing Company out in Freeport, Maine. Imagine if it was Maine Brewing Company, but they weren't in Maine. Yo, that might have been the first time I tried to do a pour and I didn't spill it, like overflow it. Oh, shit! And we got it on camera, thank solid. God. That's a solid pour. It's the first time. I like the smell. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get the last sip out of this bottle first, real quick, just to just to get a nice like a like glassy taste with it. Like a bottle taste, yeah. Bottle oh taste. yeah. It's got a little, it's got a little business, got a little sweetness to it as well. So far, so good. I like it. I've had it before, but I've had it on draft, so I never. It's always different. Ooh. So this is a seven percenter year round lunch IPA. Uh, they actually named this after a whale, which is pretty cool. It's been uh, spotted off the shores of Maine since 1982. It has a bite out of its fin, apparently. That's how they identify this guy. Okay, okay. Uh, pretty sweet, pretty sick, actually. I thought they always just meant it like lunch, like this is a beer you have at lunch. Yeah. Because they also have a beer named Dinner. So yeah. I thought there was like a theme. I thought maybe they might have a breakfast beer or something. I don't know. I didn't look into it, but, you know, pretty fucking 1982, good. huh? Yeah, very popular, very... Very popular, well-established drink. Um, this is great. Um, I like it. Oh yeah, this is gonna very, be very this good. is gonna be a better rating for me. I could up, I could already give you a, a rating off one sip too. Usually it takes us a couple of sips here. Yeah, I kind of wanna. I didn't get a. Let me get one without the glass. Here. You don't have to rush. I could throw a. I could throw a eight. A flat eight. No, 8. no, 0? no. I would say eight point. Uh, I think an eight point five. I think huh? I think at eight point five. I think it's really good. Sorry, I'm just I just want to pull up the now, beer advocate just to see what they have it at. Now, if I had my uh, ninety seven, really ninety seven. They had a they got it up there. Now, if I had my fridge stacked with with these lunch beers here, I could drink these all summer long. Probably yeah. probably year round. It's refreshing. I could. This is a drink. This is off two sips too. I, I could already feel I could keep going back to this when I go on when I go to a bar. Definitely would be a go-to on tap. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's like it's right there with ice cream in. And this is if I saw if I saw ice cream in and lunch on the on a beer menu, you know, I would be pretty pretty excited. Yeah, and this is something that I'm trying for the first time. A uh, five is, I think, excellent. I, I think, think it's, it's an excellent drink. Awesome. It's, I mean, what do we have? Our highest is probably like nine nine three nine five, and those are what the tree the treehouse. The tree house. Um, I'm probably gonna go just a little bit lower, eight three. Only my only reason is because of the availability to get it in a liquor store. This is we stumbled upon this one buying other shit. Uh, but it's seven ninety. I mean six ninety nine a bottle. You know that's thirty dollars for a four pack. It's a lot of money. If you do account the price. Yeah. yeah, that's why I, I like to I like to throw in like rebuyability, you know. Like, am I gonna if I if if I saw Ice Cream Man for twenty bucks for a four pack or lunch for thirty bucks for a four pack, I'm gonna go with the Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Ten out of ten times. Yeah, I hear you. More Just, of a value thing. More of a value thing. They're both great beers. I might like Ice Cream Man a little bit more taste wise. Maybe a little bit more. It's close though. Ice Cream Man has more of a spicy bite to the end of it. This one is more neutral with that. Yeah. Um, That's what I think. 
but it's harder to get. So I know why they price it that way. They don't. They uh. They must distribute it themselves. I don't know if they go through a major distributor. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I would assume that's why it's so much money. Overall, great. Overall, great Good choice. Beer. Great Good choice. Beer. Great uh, beer. We'll when I saw it, I was so excited. I'm like, oh my god. Plus, I never had it out, out the bottle. You know, we're gonna be on the hunt for some new drinks. I mean, oh, yeah. let, I mean, if we get the chance to expand out of Connecticut, mm-hmm. the Connecticut ones are great. But if we get the chance, Maine, sometimes like for, New England, like what, Von Trapp, I think was what Vermont, maybe Von Trapp was Vermont, I yeah. believe. That, that was, was a great dude, one too. Von Trapp was so good. Yeah, it was so good, and they specialize in those. I don't even think they make IPAs or anything. Like I think they just do like lagers, like the lighter, you know, more, uh, excuse me, um, renowned beer types yeah you know the yeah. lagers the ales well, like very yeah. simple not i ales and ipa but just like you know regular yeah older style yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely lagers too i mean older style think, that's what i was yeah. looking at think, think about think about the evolution just over the past couple of years lager was your go-to summer drink and yeah like, when you think of your your cheap beers like the bud lights cores mm-hmm. all that lagers pilsners yeah but now we're shifting now we're shifting into the seltzers and even i would even throw like the ghosts in there yeah so ghosts Goes are great. I love sour beers. I love sour IPAs. Uh, but they're like one and dones though. That I don't drink. I'm not. You're gonna catch me drinking a sour, uh, a six pack of sour beers. You know, no, it's, it's, def- unless it's not, like no. really fucking good for some reason. But that for me, like I might like it, but I'm only gonna have one because it's more like candy to me than yeah. like getting a beer. You know. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. We gotta get a couple of those. No, we definitely couple, gotta get couple, some sours. Yeah, we gotta break more into that. See the heavier beers, the stouts, the, the porters and shit, we'll save for fall and in, in, in winter, because I think they're just too heavy. Yeah, they're heavy. The double IPAs. Too. Yeah, even no, the double IPAs. Yeah, though. Yeah. Even then, we'll see that. That's what was cool about the Imperial that we had last week. Oh yeah. yeah. Was because it was it was high in ABV, but it was still refreshing and it wasn't like as heavy as those other you know those other yeah. ones are. That was good too. I can't remember what I rated that one. That was good though. So yeah, the first two weeks. Two good beers. Seven something. And we were hoping we we're kinda of, we we're kinda of hoping to get some, some bad beers. Kinda of slam some beers at some point in the show. Yeah. But we haven't gotten there yet. A lot no. of good beers though. But see that's the thing though. You you we kinda of know from being in the area what's a good beer generally. Especially like I'm not gonna say more me than you, but like I know what people are buying in, in the bar. Like at least the ones I work the one I work at. So like if I know like lunch is one. That I've had because I work at the bar, you know? Yeah. And I know people love it and this, that, and the third. So it's one of those beers where I just had the experience with it already. And I'll tell you what, and I think about this all the time. I still, I, it still baffles me how you've been in customer service for so damn long. Yeah. I don't get it. It's great. I, it's awesome. Love it. I mean, for me, because I took a, I took a temp job. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took that temp job just for some extra cash from, I believe, January until... Uh, March, April. Oh, it was only like a three month gig. Yeah, and you were medical too, so that's yeah, even yeah. Worse that that, that than was that was helping people uh, check in and, and helping people get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So the the customer service was there, but it was very minimal. Mm-hmm. It was mostly like, here, I'm gonna check you in. What's your information? This and that. And I it's still burn meal. Yeah, you know, I could be soft, but that's just not my forte. Is dealing with these customers. It's really not. You know what it is? It's the experience you give somebody. You know, when somebody comes in for a birthday, I get a lot of 21-year-olds that come to the bar the birthday or, or, you know, 40, 50, you know, milestone birthdays, and you really make that experience cool for them, that's a great feeling. You know, when, when somebody comes in the birthday and they say, I went to, to such and such place and I saw this person and they were so nice and everything came out perfect, the drinks were awesome, the food was great, 
boom, boom. And I mean, from front of the house to back of the house, everybody feels great when they hear that, you know? But you just get those fucking assholes that come in and want to just be cocksuckers and think that we owe them something when we don't. It's like a mutual experience, you know? It's like, I'm giving you an experience, but it's great for me, too. You're not the only person that feels great about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get somebody in, you know, it's my birthday. Oh, let's do a shot. I'll do a shot with you. You know, you start talking. You get to know each other a little bit. You know, it's cool. It's great. You know. It's See, great on, the, on the flip side, too, when I'm a customer, right? And I don't know if this is just my personality, but I go in with the intention of making that person's job easier. Mm. I want to find a way to make your job easier, all right? Yeah. So, so for an example, when I was helping schedule people get their second dose, you're supposed to do it uh, three weeks afterwards. I'd be like, all right, here's the date you should do it. And then you get people trying to haggle with you. You know, it's a book. It's getting booked. You know, people were getting vaccinated left and right. I mm-hmm. mean, shots were flying. Yeah, yeah, shots were definitely flying. Yeah, everywhere. But then you get people that be like, oh, well, I don't, I, I kind of want to, this is my dinner time here. Can I do it on this day? I'm like, well, that day is really booked up. You should do it on this day. And they just try to haggle with you. I'm like, yo, yeah. just go get your shit done. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then it, you end up sitting there for 20 minutes. Like, I would sit there for an extra 15, 20 minutes trying to find an open spot. And then end up overbooking. And by the end of it, I'm just flustered. Yeah, and then those are the same people that come. Like, you you said, yo, come Tuesday at 3 o'clock. It's wide open. You'll get in. You'll get out. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Let me get Wednesday at 2. Then they come in at Wednesday at 2 when you told them it was going to be busy. And then they're mad that it's busy. Yo, like, if you don't have another medical appointment or something, like, health-related or, like, an emergency, something you, important. I mean, you're really going to argue... You're really gonna time. you're really gonna make my life more difficult yeah. there. Yeah, no. And I'm sure and I'm sure that you know the restaurant industry is the same way. Being in the industry, of course I gotta make other people's jobs yeah. easier because I know what it's like to be on that end and making that job harder, you're just a dick. Like honestly, you're just they have so much stuff to do. I truly believe that if you like in, in high school, you should be like mandatory six months to work in a restaurant. Mandatory. Yeah. Like, you, like you, you just you should just do it. Just to know, even if you don't like it. Just to get some social skills, just to see, just really see if you cut out for that shit, really. Yeah. There's a lot There's a lot going on there. But, you know, the opportunity in a restaurant is great as long as you control it. Don't let it take over your life, because then you're in trouble. I can see that 100%. Yeah. yeah. You, but, like, everybody in the restaurant business has let it take over it. You got to learn that, that one the hard way. You learn that one the hard way. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, customer service industry, you know, I don't think I can go in any other industry. I really don't. As much as I deal with cocksuckers, the the people who make it worth it, you know, it's it's better. Yeah, it averages out. I was asking Mike, too, because, you know, Mike serves and all that. And I was asking him if he thinks the 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 on par 20% tip, like, I'm like, do you ever get disappointed with having just a 20% tip or can you just not complain? But he was saying it goes both ways. Like, you couldn't really come up with a straight answer. Yeah, I mean... 20%, I don't ever leave less than 20%. Unless you're, you really fucked up. Like, yeah. you, you made me, like, you disrespected me or something. Like, but I've, le- I've, I've gave 20% to pretty bad servers. But, um, I don't look normally. Mm-hmm. I don't really try to do the math on it. Yeah, I know my, my average, honestly, is probably above 20%, though. Yeah, like, you're stashing bills. Yeah, my, my average is probably above 20%. So, like, if I get one that's lower, like, I know it'll even out with somebody else, you know? So it's like, I don't really sweat that. But I don't serve either. So bartending is way more, like, personable. Like, I talk to you way more than a server would. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So it's yeah. like, that builds a tip. I don't get as many customers as the servers do, but my tips are probably generally higher because I spend more time with them. 
Yeah. Which is still a lot of cash going around. What do you think about a cashless world? I've been I've been doing a lot of research and writing about like a, more of like the tokens and all this and all the crypto and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. More of like the cashless world. I'm kind of fascinated by living without cash. I'm sure there's a way. See, right now, so like, all right, I'll give you a strategy of mine. Like, I save all my ones and fives. I don't count them. I don't do nothing with them. I throw them in a safe. Maybe once a month, I'll look through them and like see what's in there. So, like, if I get tips for the night, I might have maybe $40, $50 in a shift on just ones and fives, but I don't count that as, like, my weekly income. You know what I'm saying? So, I just stash it. I forget it. Set it and forget it. It's gone. So, then I have, like, my big bills, which is my weekly income. That goes in my checking savings account, and then my check goes into my savings account. So, it's like I have, like, four different areas of, like, where money goes. So, like, if, if cash goes away, I won't have that anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, it'll be all in one account. Which would probably piss me off. I wouldn't yeah. like that very much. I hear you. I was almost thinking like, uh, when when you have cash in your hand and you see it go, it's so much harder. It's so much more emotional when you see that cash go. Oh, what hundred percent? If you like, if you take the stock market for an example, right? I won't bat an eye sometimes by being down four hundred dollars in a day. Doesn't yeah. even doesn't in even a day. me. Not in a week. Big deal. In a one day. But if you mean to tell if you mean to tell me that I had four hundred dollars cash, I'm walking down the street and and fucking 100 mile gust of wind just blew that shit all over the place you know be so upset you'd be just i'd be devastated yeah i'd be so mad. I, I would be mad like yeah you could pick it up like you could you could get it back but you now you got to pick it up that actually happened well not with cash but that kind of happened to me not too long ago right because i had uh, i was at the uh gamestop and i had the really beat up controller but you have that warranty mm-hmm. so basically you put your controller in this giant ziploc bag and you give them that Ziploc bag with your controller, and they swap out the controller and give you a, a new one for you. So I went to GameStop, and um, I get out of my car. I'm in the parking lot. I go to put the controller in the bag. Huge gust of wind comes out. Knocks this fucking plastic bag across the parking lot. I couldn't even see it. It was out of eye shot. Mm-hmm. Literally just out of eye shot. So I'm like, you can't, you can't return the controller without that package. Of course not. So I'm just... Before I know it, five minutes later, I'm walking down this parking lot like I'm homeless. There's hiding up and down, look, looking <laughs> for this plastic change. bag. And by just by some kind of miracle, I walked. I can't even tell you how far I walked, but I somehow found that bag just Word. just stuck under a curb. The things you'll do for a warranty. Honestly, I drove all the way there. That was like a 35-minute drive. 30, oh, no, not like a 30-minute drive. I probably tell my traffic. dad twice a month, don't throw out my headset case. Don't throw oh, out my control, warranty, my right? control, for yeah, for warranty, my warranty, because yeah. it has my stuff on it, and I and I even have backup receipts that I carry in my wallet. Yeah, just because you know you got to hold those things near and dear to your heart, because you know if you get a free one after you break it, maybe yeah. smash it on the floor, playing a little duty, playing a little Overwatch. Yeah, oh, that's hard. It's all good. We're gonna get rid of those bops pretty soon. Warranty is kind of you got to take a warranty with a grain of salt, though. I mean, there's some things like like that controller deal at GameStop. That's a fire deal for a warranty. Hundred percent. At any point, five bucks. If you if you return the controller at any point in that year, they'll just no questions asked, just give you a new controller. And and the way I play, you know, the hours I put into gaming, I beat up controllers, so I'm swapping those. But there's certain things, like, you know, when you get in the cars or maybe, like, a fucking mattress or something, mm-hmm. I don't think the warranties make that much sense. Yeah, I think... I'm skeptical about those kind of warranties. I'm pretty sure I bought my mattress without the warranty. Because it's like, 
I mean, what the fuck are you doing in your mattress that you're gonna like? Ru- unless you have like a puppy or something. That, I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, just drilling holes in it or something. Yeah, like oh, I mean, like, what are you tur- just jumping up and down with a glass of yeah, red? Like, like bed bugs everywhere, and yeah, they're just no. like they're doing all they're, Yo, they're just spawning shit in there. Bed bugs are a problem. How do you know? I saw an article. It was like some crazy, I don't know, infestation. There's a. It actually had to do with my real estate class. They were talking about bed bugs being a problem, like to sell houses. Like it's one of the things they check for. You know, it's like if you have bed bugs, like you could have bed bugs so bad that it like people won't buy the house. Well, is there a bed bug guy? No, there's a bed bug guy. But this is this was the interesting part. There was a guy who got bed bugs. Not didn't get bed bugs. He would hunt the bed bugs. But he have a dog sniff the fucking bed bugs out. So like he would, the dog would walk around the house. And bark where the bed bugs were. And that's how he would know where to exterminate. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's kind of outrageous. How do you teach somebody to smell a bed bug? I mean, we know we know about the dogs' nose, but I mean I'm teaching my dog very basics. Sit, lay down, Sit, paw, paw, roll over. Maybe maybe get the other paw going. And that that's a grind. Yeah. How the fuck do you possibly get them to start sniffing out different things? First like of all, who has captured bed bugs? To be able to tell the dog, yo, this is what we're looking for. Like in a vial. Yeah, like no. they just have it, like ready to go. Either that guy's house has infinite amount of bed bugs, and like they just, you're, they're just used to it, or I, I don't even know. I don't know how you begin to train a dog like that. It's crazy. Fuck bed bugs, yo. That shit sucks. You ever had a bed bite? Bed, 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 uh, bed bug bite. Say that three times fast. I, I don't think so. But that's why, that's why when you go to a hotel or, or, or worse, like a motel, you're supposed to. You're not supposed to touch those those covers, man. On top, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to peel those back immediately. Those are those are most susceptible to the to the bed bugs. Like the comforter. The comforter. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they don't wash that shit. Hmm. See, I don't know. I think I, I love sleeping in hotels. I've never had a bad experience. Yeah, I don't have a problem with. It. I'm just saying you got. You're supposed to take off that comforter. Mm. I'm not saying I do it every time because most of the time scumbag bed bug guys. Yeah. By the time I'm in the hotel, I mean I'm probably kind of drunk yeah it's probably some kind of occasion you know i probably haven't been in a hotel sober since i was under 21 yeah that that, that's kind of accurate same thing with me in a plane i mean i i I rarely go on the plane sober and they banned alcohol from the planes they did yeah ever since like the it's like a pandemic rule oh yeah i don't know oh yeah i forgot if you drink alcohol you're more susceptible to get covid i I don't know but they probably just don't want you pulling your mask down yeah some bullshit like that when are we gonna be done with this shit? Remember last year, dude, mid mid fucking mid fucking season, COVID. Psh. Yeah, no, that sucked penis. Psh. You know, but I was thinking about it today though. People aren't talking about it as much. No, not anymore. I feel like they're not talking about it as there was, much. I mean, there was a point when like we would have to get together and like no one else was even together. You know, yeah, nah. it's like, yeah, you gotta stay away from me. We 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 were at a point of discussing like, do we wear masks while we record the show? Or there was times where I'd have a fucking little bit of cough or vice versa, and, like, we were like, nah, we can't do episodes. You had that, well, you had that encounter at the winery, too, right? You had that encounter when, uh, it was, like, it was like two days out. When, oh, yeah, that dumbass shit. Yeah, I mean, our, I mean, Connecticut was dropping the, the whole mask mandate, like, in, what was it, May It was 19th. May 19th, and, uh, and yeah. I was at the winery maskless May 16th. Which everyone and they was, yelled at me. Which everyone was, yeah. though, too. Yeah. And they yelled at me. Yeah. They were like, well, it's not May 19th. I go, so from today to May 19th, 
something is going to change where the masks are no longer as effective yeah. as they were, or... Yeah, that was really just a rule thing. Or what? It. Yeah, no, and I get they got to enforce the rules because that's where they work, and I understand that, but it's just like, yo, leave me the fuck alone, all right? I don't feel like wearing it anymore. I'm all set. There's nothing like being out here in some nice weather finally in the summer, and we're just kind of just chilling, not just... You ever get, like, some kind of, like, mask sweat? Oh, Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like when you and you worked at the medical place, I'm sure you had it. When you had a mask on for gets itchy. for eight hours, like yo, what it gets fucking itchy, and then you start sweating. There's a lot of people that break out. Damn, look at the tattoo. Oh, the new, the new <clears throat> Joan, the new Joan looks good on Cam. Looks, I look like a cool guy. That was a random thought, but my yeah. grandmother doesn't like it. What the tattoo? She don't like it. Yeah, no, I hear you though. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of older people don't like tattoos. My yeah, dad does. My dad has a bunch of tattoos. My dad hates tattoos. He yeah. hates his. He hates mine. He hates everyone. I love it though. But you know what's crazy? I was just talking to somebody and uh, and uh, they were like, "Oh, you decided to go with the lower half of your arm first. And I was like, "Yeah, because if I went with my upper half first, I might have backed out of doing the whole sleeve. Because like you know, the long sleeve shirts, you don't want to, you want to be like professional, or whatever. But luckily, my job don't. Don't really matter. But somebody was like, actually, it was Moses. Shout out to Moses. He was like, I can't believe you did it. Like, you really committed committed to, like, having that on you. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. If, if somebody was like, yo, I don't want to work with you because you don't have tattoos, I'm like, all right. I never sweat the Peace. whole, I never sweat the whole tattoo thing, though. Nah, I mean, it's like, dude, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, it's too late for that now. It's 2021, like, we still... Yeah, I mean, we still profile people with tattoos. I, I don't know. I I don't really. That's what I'm saying though too. Is it's like it doesn't really. Does it really matter? Does it really I mean, matter if it's anymore? not like I got a swastika on my fucking arm, or something like offensive, it's just art. It's like having a painting in your living room. Yeah, but I think it's also like elevated thinking too. Like you just you're you're comfortable with yourself, and you don't need any external pressure of someone telling you or judging you. Yeah, that was a big deal with my with my dad. We butt heads on that, and he's like he was talking about that whole like image part of it. Yeah, and like it's just the way you making yourself look cleaner. But I'm like, what what does that even do? For yeah, but if I throw a long sleeve shirt on, you can't see it. I mean, at the end of the day, you have people that look clean, but they're complete scumbags. It doesn't matter. It's that's like, a fact. You have you have people with millions of dollars, and and they're still corrupt. Or that's a still, fact. I'm looking up school shooters and seeing how many people of those have tattoos. I don't know. I just never, I just didn't, when I got my tattoo back in March, or two tattoos back in March, I just did it without even batting my eye. Like, no regret yeah. or nothing. I mean, yeah. if I'm going to regret it, I'm not going to regret it now. I'll worry about it in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So exactly. Go exactly. It. You better not, you better not regret your tattoo immediately because then you got yeah. a problem. Yeah, that, that sucks. But I'll tell you what, there's definitely that thought, and I probably mentioned this to you before, that like when you get the tattoo, you're like, oh, you're like looking at it every three seconds. Doing this, like checking it out, especially when it's going through, like right now, this is going through the peeling process, so some parts are a little darker than other, and you're like, oh, like damn, and then it like heals fully, and you're like, oh, I love it, like perfect, yeah. Because I feel like you love it right out the shop, then it goes through the healing process, and you're like, oh no, like fuck. It takes a while, but it feels so unnatural. Yeah. To me, it felt like the most unnatural thing in the world, like the fact that I'm getting pounded by this needle, mm. just. Just, just for hours straight, and you just feel your skin scraping away, and then you just look down, and the, and the shit is embedded. Like you can't scratch that or anything. Nah, nope. Like it's there, and then and then on top of it, the healing makes it look even more natural. Yeah. Because you have that blood, you have that gooey plasma. Yeah. You have a lot of shit going on where it's just oozing everywhere. And it's it, disgusting. It feels blood, blood, scabs. 
your skin's falling off. It's like it's disgusting. Yeah, it felt very unnatural, especially when when that needle started hitting my bone, my collarbone. That hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And See, that was like my wrist, my wrist bone here. I was not feeling that. Yeah, not at all. I mean, you could, you could, you could get a tattoo with a straight face. I mean, that's all cool. I'm gonna show some emotion, because nah. Towards the end there, I was squint. Towards squint. the end, I had some tears in my eyes, and yeah. I'll tell you. Well, about you had it too. a bad spot though. Kinda. And you're in. Weren't you like this? Oh, like, you were like stretched one? out. The second one's on the inside of my arm, and the other one's on my chest. So. Oh yeah, so it hit the top of your. Okay, I guess. I, I mean, you. I, I think you. both parts are kind of sensitive. But I'm going to be the first one to tell you that, like, that shit, it hurts. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be... Oh, it definitely does not tickle. Fucking tough and try to say, like, you know, yeah, it was whatever. Yeah, no. Nah, nah, I had some one, tears in my eyes. This one, and I'll tell you, it was just the wrist. Everything else was perfectly fine except when he did gray. Then, but the worst part of it was wiping, 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 wiping. After three hours of you just needle on skin and you're just wiping it with a like basically feels like sandpaper at, at the yeah. time so so when there's like small breaks in between towards the end when like one, once I got over that last break like that last five minute break and you went back to it and then I'm like my mind was kind of spent like my you could kind of build up your tolerance for mm-hmm. pain I don't know I feel like you could charge yourself up and brace yourself you definitely, you definitely could but yeah. after a while just for me it broke down and yeah. it was only it was only like my third hour I mean I know people go whatever they might go long like double that but by then I was just spent and then when he went back to it and I just couldn't even it was just like that that part of my body was already sore and beat up and then just to just to wear it down even further with that needle like, oh, it was tough what helped me and it was on accident so I was on my on my belly arm out arm upside down because it's on my forearm. So I was under the impression that he was going to do half of the tattoo of me like that and half of the tattoo of me sitting straight up. So there was a point in time, like, a few hours in, and I'm like, damn, like, am I going to get up and, like, move? Like, is he going to switch my position, like, anytime soon? Because it was, like, starting to hurt. So I was hoping that he was, like, finished with the half and, like, when we go to, like, another part of my arm. But no. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, we're done. And I was like, oh word like i thought there was gonna be like a whole nother half to this so i i like overestimated how long it was gonna take so it was like you know i, I thought i was midway when really i was on i was almost done you know so I'm like, oh all right like that helped but you know laying like on my chest and stomach that time my my head was you know tilted like it wasn't very comfortable oh yeah and i, I sleep terribly too by the way well the way, the way my body hurts right now is insane Speaking of sleep, about the first hour of my tattoo, I almost fell asleep. The first hour is the easiest. Then like the then it, then he starts going over lines again, and then you're like, oh nah, now it's fucking hurting. Yeah, like he's going over something that already hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's it hurts, but it's tolerable. But let's just make it worse, and do it again, and then do this, and shade it, and yeah, like just fucking. That's what I'm saying. Really, it's, like, it's the there. constant wearing down. It's almost like when you're doing. Uh, weightlifting reps versus say you do like heavy reps say you're doing like five reps you're doing 20 instead mm. you're taking a really short break and then you're trying to hammer hammer away at another 20 yeah in that slow burning over time it's like that tension over time where weightlifting feels like 
the way a tattoo is where it's over time you're going over the same thing over and over and over again yeah oh yeah no and now i've actually been doing that at the gym uh more frequently i don't do it every time but i've been doing higher reps because my soreness is like almost two times for when i do heavy reps like if i do heavy reps for a month i stop being sore but if i break it up and do high, like heavy reps and then next week i do uh you know high low weight high reps low weight my soreness is still there, so I'm like continuously being but sore. That's why I think it's like a mental endurance thing too. It's almost like a run where you could just push. It's it's more about like willpower. Mm-hmm. Like, can I stretch out for two or three more reps? Yeah, that's why I was saying with the tattoo. It's like, could we just keep this going? Like, yeah, keep, keep your keep your mind there so you could endure like. Any well, that's why I don't want to take a break. Yeah. Cause no, the breaks will kill because it. Because yeah. the break, it's like, oh, well, it's been, you know, it's been a couple months. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I feel like going back. I, I'm iffy about it. That's why I'm like, every month, like, let's just bang this shit out before I start, like, psyching myself yeah, out. But now I, I got to take a break during the during the summer. But now I'm in, at the point, now I'm too far in. I'm too far in now. I can't stop now. I got to finish, you know? No looking back. No looking back. Give me the whole arm. Hopefully the whole arm before the end of the season. Wow, look at the bicep. <sighs> Quick flex for the king. We're, we're here in season four. No looking back in season four. No looking back going. in season four. Let's uh, we got about forty seconds left. I'm just gonna say a goal for season four real quick. And I thought I did a pretty good job of it today. Is I don't wanna, I don't wanna interrupt sentences. I don't wanna overtalk. I don't wanna be. I wanna be less impulsive with my words. Yeah, less impulsive. That's gonna throw goal. that out yeah, there. Yeah, you mentioned that for, yeah. to me, but that's a good goal. And we have just episodes like today. I don't think episodes, the episode today was even that funny. We're just having a normal nah, conversation. This is bullshit, like, you know. It's Boys and Bar it. Talk, baby. Season four, episode two, main lunch. If you see it, cop it, drink it, enjoy it. Have a little buzz on. Enjoy your summer. Anything Peace. else? That's it. Peace.